Have you struggled with clutter in your life? Are you struggling with it now? And are you also someone who has dealt with narcissist abuse? If so, you may not realize that your clutter might be a symptom of your CPTSD. I remember seeing an episode of Oprah many years ago where she talked about how your home is sort of an external representation of who you are, of your mind, your soul, etc. Well, it really struck home with me because there I was living in a cluttered mess. And when I thought about it, I realized she was right. Something in me had been broken and left me flailing. I didn't quite know how to get out from under it. And every time I even considered trying, I would walk in, take one look and walk right out. Growing up, I was required to do many chores. I had a lot of trauma around cleaning. There was a whole white glove situation, lots of issues around this stuff. So when I left home, I kind of went the other direction for a while. But there's a lot more to it than that. One of the least discussed symptoms of PTSD, especially as a result of a toxic relationship, is the way you keep your space, your home, your office, all those things. So this can take one of two forms. On the best note, it will take a form of being obsessively clean and organized, of being overly concerned about it. The other form, of course, cluttered and disorganized. But in both of these cases, we can draw direct parallels to our past and to the relationships that we experienced. When people see someone being obsessively clean and organized, most people, including the person who is obsessively clean and organized, won't see this as a big problem unless there's an OCD issue, which is another video altogether. But today we're going to discuss clutter and we're going to talk about how often clutter can be a symptom of PTSD or CPTSD as a result of a toxic relationship and why. And of course, solutions on how you can resolve this in your own life if you're dealing with it. Clutter disrupts your healing. It slows your flow. It makes your life harder physical clutter and mental clutter. It affects your ability to move and your ability to think. Clutter makes it really hard to get through everything, through life. You can't navigate through your home, you can't navigate through life in so many different ways. You might be shocked at how much of an effect the state of your home has on you and your mental health. Your home is supposed to be your, your sanctuary, the place where you find the most comfort in the world. Most of the time when you mention the word clutter to someone, the first thing they think of is the inside of a hoarder's house. Now you may not be quite that bad, but you might still have a problem with cluttering. Narcissistic abuse induced CPTSD can very often cause us to become people who struggle with clutter. Now the thing you might not realize is that when you're in a toxic relationship, you have no control. Whether the narcissist dictates your cleaning schedule, like my mother did, or they make us feel out of control in other ways, like my ex-husband did, we very often find ourselves feeling stuck, lethargic, or just plain exhausted, both during and after these relationships. We keep things for sentimental reasons, or we keep them because we think we're going to use them someday. Maybe we keep things because it helps us feel secure or in control somehow. Some of us even have organized clutter, you know, tons of boxes and bins all properly labeled and stacked neatly, none of which we will actually ever use or need. In fact, disorganization is one of the biggest problems that is reported by people who are depressed and anxious. Emotional baggage builds up and expresses itself in turmoil. It's kind of like a tornado lets loose in your brain and in your home. Feeling overwhelmed and not wanting to face the day can be caused by not knowing where to start or wanting to face the mountain of tasks that lay ahead. What is problematic clutter? How do we know when we've kind of gone too far? How do we know if we're falling into that problem area? Do we just have a little pile here and there or is it much more than that? The first symptom is that you feel uncomfortable in your home because of the clutter. So the clutter makes it hard for you to move around or the clutter makes it in some way uncomfortable. Maybe just the energetic you know, force field, so to speak, around the clutter 
but you feel uncomfortable. Maybe you're told very often or you say sometimes, you know, I just have too much stuff. Or somebody says, you, you have a lot of stuff. That could be a symptom. Or you feel embarrassed. This is a big one for me. If I don't feel like my house is in order, I don't want anyone to come into it. So if you feel like you're embarrassed about your house or something like that, you might be dealing with a clutter problem. If you feel like you're paralyzed and you can't clean or organize because of the amount of stuff in your house, you might have a clutter problem. If you have strong emotional attachments to some of that stuff, maybe certain items or certain collections, you might have a problem. If you waste time because of the clutter, if it takes you longer to get ready because you have to dig through piles of clothes or if it takes you longer to cook because you have to clean out the stove every day or whatever, you might have clutter. Or maybe you waste money, you go out to eat all the time instead of cooking at home because you can't find the stove under the clutter. And that's a little excessive, I know. That's more of a hoarder thing, but clutter can lead to hoarding as we all know. Maybe you have piles or you have overstuffed drawers and shelves or a room you don't let anyone into because it's full of your clutter. Or maybe you wanted to clutter, but you feel like you have the trouble deciding where you can let go of, what you can let go of, stuff like that. Or maybe you keep getting more stuff, keep shopping, even though you know you have nowhere left to put anything. Could be a problem. Maybe you get so overwhelmed by your clutter that you actually rent a whole storage space to put some of it in. Or you box it all up and you stick it in your basement and you just never look at it again. Maybe you have problems at home or at work that are caused by the cluttering, maybe even in certain relationships that you have. Or you have areas in your home that you just can't use, like the room we talked about a minute ago, because of clutter. You will see people in situations like this where they'll have like, their whole house will look spotless, but there'll be one room or one part of the house that nobody goes in because it's full of junk. I can't tell you how many people I've met like that. Maybe you don't really have a place for everything, a place for everything, and so therefore you don't put everything in its place. As in, you just put it willy-nilly wherever you can. That can indicate a problem. And clutter doesn't necessarily mean dirty. Maybe you just have too many things in a small space or a big space. Maybe you fill the spaces with more stuff if you get a bigger space. Then there are those of us who have organized clutter where you have boxes and bins and all that stuff piled up. People don't realize that clutter can be a symptom of PTSD as a result of narcissistic abuse. But in any case, we can look at clutter like extra weight in our lives. It's overwhelming, it feels impossible to drop, but when we begin to take one baby step at a time, we can drop both the clutter and the weight. And often, ironically enough, when we do get control of the clutter, we also figure out how to get control of our weight. Here's the thing, when it comes to clutter and trauma, the solution never happens overnight. There are a lot of things that we can do to change our lives for the better. You already know that clutter can make you feel stressed and leave you less free time to actually enjoy your life, right? We already know that it can ruin our social lives and can cause a whole bunch of other issues. But did you know that by using mindfulness, it can really help you start to cut through the clutter even more than actually cleaning does? Yeah, it's true. Quite honestly, clutter can just be having more stuff than you have space. But there was a 2016 study done in New Mexico that kind of looked into clutter and what it's all about. It examined how clutter affects your perception of your home and ultimately your feelings of satisfaction with life. The study's underlying premise was that because so many people identify very closely with their home environments, the extent to which it is actually cluttered could interfere with how much they love their home, how much pleasure they experience in that environment. In the study that I mentioned, clutter was negatively related to the psychological sense of home, safety, etc. Clutter, the author said, is often an insidious and seemingly harmless outgrowth of someone's natural desire to appropriate their personal spaces with possessions. When clutter becomes excessive, they say, it can threaten to physically and psychologically entrap you in a 
dysfunctional home environment, which then contributes to your personal distress and feelings of displacement and alienation. So someone who's been through narcissistic abuse will deal with dissociation. Having a cluttered, messy home ties right into that. In addition to all that, here are five reasons that you should start changing your life today, making over your home today. Number one, a messy house causes your well-being, your whole sense of well-being to just be a little bit lower. Living in clutter sort of impedes your ability to identify with your home, which again should be your sanctuary from the outside world. And you should feel pride in your home. As we saw from the University of New Mexico study, having too many things in a small place or too small of a place leads you to the feeling that your home environment is your enemy and not your friend. No good. Number two, you eat less healthy when your home is a mess. It's true. An Australian study confirmed this, showing that people will actually eat more cookies and snacks if the environment where they're offered a choice of foods is chaotic. They're more likely to feel more stressed out in those environments, which also leads to poor eating habits. You feel more in control when your environment is in control is the bottom line. Number three, your mental health suffers. As we've already discussed, mental health is a problem when it comes to messy houses, but there was a study done at the University of South Carolina in 2017 that noted that a comfortable environment, a clean, tidy, comfortable environment is essential to keeping your head straight to what they called mental hygiene. Recent research, of course, has veered more toward mental than physical comfort, but feeling stressed by any sort of clutter, mental or physical, is going to be bad for what they call your mental hygiene or your ability to keep your mind in sharp working order. No good. Number four, you don't process visually as well. So in a 2016 study at Cornell University, they found that when you were talking about something on the television, if there was a cluttered background, people couldn't as effectively process the looks on people's faces. So you might actually not be able to read expressions as well in a cluttered environment. Interesting, right? It's harder to figure out how people are actually feeling. Number five, you don't think as clearly. It's less efficient. Mental clutter, i.e. the state of mind that doesn't help you to ignore stuff that doesn't matter. In fact, you could be losing your memory faster this way. According to a study done at the University of Toronto in 2016, mental clutter is one of the prime possible suspects for losing your memory as you get older. The theory goes that if you're unable to get through the material or the junk that's clogging you up mentally, you will be slower and less efficient in processing information. So you'll be incapacitated when it comes to short-term memory stuff. And even in longer range memory stuff, when you have to come up with information you would need to know, such as names of people, phone numbers, social security numbers, etc., that you no longer have memorized. So when you declutter, it has a lot of advantages, not just as a housekeeping tool, but also for your own mental health. So I did a poll in the SPAN group and on a couple of my pages over the weekend, and I said to people, hey, are you interested in being part of a 30-day declutter challenge? And so many people raised their hand and said, I'm into it, that I'm starting it today. Let me explain to you why I'm doing it and what it's all about and how it's gonna start. Here we go. Now, you might be one of those people who doesn't struggle with this, but if you're like me and a lot of other people, you might have found yourself really struggling to stay organized, to get the housework done and do all the things that you wanna do in your life. And you might be surprised to find out that it could be a result of having been abused by a narcissist. Sometimes a dirty house just isn't a dirty house. Sometimes a disorganized house is more than a disorganized house, right? Sometimes having a dirty or cluttered home is a result of having been abused. It's a symptom of a bigger thing. Depression, CPTSD, lots of things involved with this. Cleaning an organization takes time. Now you might be in a situational 
mess right now, right? So maybe there's a situation in your life, you're too busy with work, you don't have time to mess around with stuff, and your home, your home is temporarily disorganized. In which case, you'll want to stay to the end of this video as well. But if you've been abused by a narcissist and you've become chronically disorganized, potentially as a result of that, this video will help you to get started on the next step of fixing the issues in your life. So let me ask you a question. Let's talk about your home organization. Do you struggle with it? Do you stay on top of your chores no problem? Or do you find yourself kind of all over the place with stuff? If you're looking at your house and you're taking inventory, would you say that your home represents your soul? A lot of people say that the home represents, you know, what's without is within. If you look at your house and it's messy, then that means you've got some internal work to do. Do you think that your home identifies a physical challenge or does it identify emotional challenges you're dealing with? What lifestyle changes could you use to make it better? Do you think that your expectations are realistic? If your house is messy or disorganized or you're even leaning toward the hoarder side of things, there are good reasons for it. The best news I have for you today is that there is a way out and I'm gonna help you do that. The first thing you have to do is recognize that there's a mess, admit it. If you're in the situation where you've been through this type of abuse, you might need to take a look around and admit to yourself that the house is a little bit messy and that's okay. You probably have spent a lot of time not realizing that you're living with PTSD and you might have created an accidental mess around yourself as part of the process. So number one, discover you have a problem. Discover the mess, okay? Number two, you're going to have to decide how you're gonna handle it, okay? So first of all, we discovered that we had a mess. Next thing, we're gonna decide that, okay, we know what we're doing and we know how we're gonna to start to resolve it. So the clutter affects your mind, your body, and your house, right? You've got mental clutter left over from the narcissist. You may have body clutter left over and we'll talk about that as we go forward. One of the biggest things about healing is to get your house in order in the way that you want it to be. It is a symptom of having been abused by a narcissist. It is a symptom of emotional abuse, physical abuse, and all kinds of other abuse. As the mess happens, you feel overwhelmed by it. Like, if my dishes aren't done and I walk into the kitchen, I turn right around and walk out if it's too much. I can't handle a big, huge mess in my house. I sometimes will hire somebody to help me clean up in the house. I have somebody that comes every now and then, but ultimately it's not really about the big cleaning here for me. It's really about the little day-to-day -day stuff. But then if you look around and you see the clutter, you realize it's a lot harder to clean a cluttered house. That's why I'm about to announce the 30-day Make Over Your Home Declutter Challenge. Starting tomorrow on this channel, I will run a 30-day declutter challenge. We're gonna make over our homes in 30 days. So we're gonna start tomorrow with day one. Go over to Life Makeover Academy, link below, and sign up for the 30-day challenge so that you'll also get all the free printables and downloads that are available with it. It's a free challenge this time, so get in there while you can. And now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you struggle with keeping your home organized? And if you do, are you into this whole 30-day declaring challenge? Would you join me in this? Let me know in the comments below and hit that like button if you're into it. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.